You're listening to another episode of the Bonfire Babes podcast with Claire and Felicity. I'm Claire, and Felicity and I are talking about something that I think is on everybody's radar in some shape or form, and that is stress. And Felicity teaches me, and hopefully teaches some of you, about the three pillars of stress management and how we can attack that and manage our stress to reduce that overwhelming feeling that we all sort of feel in our lives. I don't think that I've ever met an individual that didn't feel stressed or felt like they had everything under control. They might say that they feel that way, but I think overall most of us feel stress. Some of us more than others, and some of us are really good at managing it, and some of us just aren't. So I think that this episode really can speak to a lot of us. So without further ado, let's get into the three pillars of stress management. This podcast is dedicated to women in all seasons of life who want to live with more intention, joy, and inspiration. Pull up a seat and gather with us around the modern bonfire as we explore our curiosities, exchange stories, and tune into our soul's true purpose. We're so glad you're here. Let's share, connect with each other on a deeper level, and create a community of strong, empowered women. This is Bonfire Babes. So Felicity. Yes. We're talking about something today that I think so many people deal with. I don't even think. I know. So many people deal with. And I deal with a lot myself, which is stress. So um, you have talked about in like a previous episode about the pillars of stress management. Is it pillars of stress management or like... Yeah, so these are the three pillars that can pull you out of stress. Basically, Mm. the three pillars that you need to have in your life that will help you manage stress. Ooh, okay. So super useful. Super useful. And one thing that I've kind of been tapping into just recently is how directly connected stress is with our immune system. Yes. And how, you know, when I, when I go into, I was just at an acupuncture, my very first acupuncture session yesterday, and I was telling them all these different symptoms I have, and she's like, well, it sounds to me like all of these are directly related to stress. And so I was like, hmm, let me think about that. Yeah, you're probably right, because whenever I'm stressed, these symptoms happen. Whenever I'm, like, relaxed and totally in, in flow... I'm not experiencing these same symptoms. And I think that a lot of people don't even realize how stressed they are. Yeah. That they, I, yeah. They get like so... Like, they think that it, it's because it's because it's normal. Exactly. So, like, being stressed is the norm. Is the norm. Exactly. And so, um, as I was doing research about this connection between the immune system and stress, I was um, learning about how back in ancient times, we would go into flight or fight mode. And how much energy would our body put into flight or fight if we were, you know, if there was a, um, a predator or we were getting attacked by another civilization, 100% of our energy was going towards that. And so we couldn't heal our body. Basically, um, 
what this, what the, you know, what doctors are saying now is that stress really is something that we need to pay attention to, and it's it can't become our normal because there's so many different diseases that are directly attached to stress. Mm-hmm. I think that every, so I think that every physical ailment we have is connected to an emotional yes. blockage. So I don't, I don't know if we've ever talked about the emotion code on here, but like. It has really um, been a game changer for me. And so the emotion code is basically that principle that every physical ailment that you're experiencing is created by an emotional block in your body, whether you know it or not. Like, it could be completely subconscious. So the emotion code um, teaches you, it's like a technique on how to release that energy Um, and release that blockage so that you no longer feel that physical ailment. So there's a process to it where you tap into your subconscious and um, figure out what it is. And it could be that, like, let's say, like, right now I have a cough. And this cough, I don't know why I have it. Like, for me, I think it's, oh, because my immune system's down and I've got a kid who's in preschool and there's all these things going on. But it could be for some unknown reason like maybe somebody pissed me off at the grocery store last week and I totally don't my conscious mind just like let that go but my subconscious mind is like it's still mad and so because of that now I'm experiencing a physical ailment because of it now if you believe in the emotion code that means that when you tap into it and you release that emotion yeah um then you will no longer be sick I think it'd be really cool for you to guide us through. I, w- I want to do it. I feel like I have, there's emotions being tent. There's t- emotions <laughs> being held up. There's an emotion blockage. I need to work through that. So well, that might be a cool episode. Yeah, let's definitely look into that because I, I need to work more on that. Obviously, I'm sick. So, yeah, <laughs> like it's something I need to work more on. But I think it I, just I speaks too. to the fact that like when we're stressed, that's yeah. emotion somewhere in our body yep. that's, you know, trapped somewhere. Yep. So I think that these these three pillars, going back to that, I think that these three pillars are base, your, your base. But then we can really tap into and get deeper into the emotional side of stress, mm-hmm. which I think we don't even talk about. But no. first, let's at least talk about the three pillars yeah. of how to manage stress. So the three pillars are sleep. As a society, we do not put a lot of value on sleep. No. We basically, if you're tired, that's the normal. Um, and, and don't complain about it. And don't complain about it. And basically, if you want to be successful, you better expect to be getting like five to six hours of sleep. Yeah. Like that's a lot. That's a lot for some, for someone who's successful. Yeah. So there's like these labels put on people who like sleep nine to 10 hours a night. They're lazy. They're lazy. Mm -hmm. Or people who need to take naps. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is not the truth. No, it's not the truth. I think that's why a lot of times people are like, if you like, cause there's this new, um, focus culturally around self care. Yep. And a lot of it is go to bed early, yeah. right? Like, go to bed early, take a nap when you need to, like, rest your body. Yeah. And it's just challenging that idea that, like, you'll just sleep when you're dead because you yeah. need to, like, do Je- all the things. But Exactly. So the first pillar is really focusing on your sleep and also your sleep habits. So um, not looking at a screen, which is really hard. Mm-hmm. Really, really hard, but not looking at a you screen. You could get blue blockers. <laughs> I have some, but I don't know if that's actually a way around it. Is that a way around <laughs> So, okay, so I don't know. But, like, so the 
blue light that comes off of screens is the kind of light that disrupts our natural sleep pattern. Right. So supposedly, when you put on these glasses, right. it blocks that blue light. But what about when you But you're... really, it just looks like they're yellow lenses. <laughs> so, like, what about when you're looking at your phone, though? <clears throat> That's also blue light, Because, though. but I think it's more than just the light. Because when you're scrolling through Instagram... There you get these flash, flash, flash. And then if I close my eyes, I get the flash, flash, flash. How fast flash. do you look at your Instagram? <laughs> Just kidding. I'm like whizzing through it. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, but so I'm thinking how can we structure our nighttime relaxation at least, I mean, I'm not saying every night this has to be a thing, but like at least to think about it. Like, okay, an hour before it's time to go to bed, we, I spend time doing, drinking tea and reading my book. Yeah. So or one listening thing, to a podcast. Yeah. So one of the things that um, Darren and I used to do mm-hmm. that we don't do now, um, but as soon as like my oldest Harrison started sleeping in his own room, um, we plugged our phones in on the other side of the room. Yes. Because... I wish that we could plug them outside of our room, but due to the nature of our work, like, we need to be available all the time, so we plugged them on the other side of the room and then crawled into bed and, like, had, like, just discussion and talk for, like, 30 minutes or whatever before bed. Yeah. Um, and it should be longer than that, (laughs) but right now with, like, everything that's going on with a kid, I have, um, Hayden still nursing at night, he's still in our room, and... So, I'm on my phone all the time. And, like, now Apple, I have an iPhone, so now Apple has, like, that thing. I don't know if it pops up for you ever, but where it'll go, like, your screen usage yes. for last week. And I'm like, oh, my I... God, I spent five hours on my phone. No, like, same. I'm like, oh, my same. God. But, like, yeah, that's normal now. So, But we just need to yeah, back off a little. Yeah, and just be aware. Yeah. Right? It's all about Awareness just being aware. Is a lot. Mm-hmm. And saying, like, okay, I'm aware of this. Does it feel good? Mm-hmm. And then if it doesn't feel good, making a choice to be like, okay, this doesn't feel good anymore. I need to do this instead. Mm-hmm. If it's still feeling good, then, you know. It's and I challenge good. people to, like, just try it. Because what yeah. if you think that it feels good? Like me, exactly. I feel that it, I feel like it's good. I'm playing, like, Diner Dash and all these, like, things while my son's nursing in the middle of the night. And it feels good because I'm, like, use, I'm not falling asleep and I'm, like, using yeah. my brain. But then it makes it really hard for me to fall asleep when it's right. time to put him down. Um, so try it first, right? Right, Like try to remove it first and see how it does and maybe it works for you, maybe it doesn't. Yep. And then the second pillar is making sure that you are getting enough alone time or time even in in little blocks of time where you can meditate or be quiet. Mm-hmm. And what the um, the research that I've been reading is it doesn't have to be like, hey, I sit for 45 minutes every morning and, mm-hmm. and get my zone on. Like, it literally can be, I'm taking one minute in traffic right now to just listen to my breaths. Mm-hmm. Or I'm taking one minute to feel gratitude. Mm-hmm. I'm going to yeah. list some things that I'm grateful for and I'm going to, you know, be be thankful for right now. I think that's a big challenge that people face today. I know as a mother and like a working mom, like it even is challenging because you're like, I don't have time to meditate or I don't have time to self-care and I don't have time to do this. But if you just take those tiny slices of time, it's just like when I look at my phone and then it adds up and I'm like, holy crap, I just spent five hours on my phone. Yeah. Um, 
but in little bursts, you know, throughout the day. So if we just do that, then it all adds up, you know? Like, one thing that I have done before is that, and this is TMI maybe a little bit, but (laughs) every time I'm in the bathroom Mm -hmm. is I took, like, an extra minute while I was washing my hands to, like, just breathe. Just breathe, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think also um, one thing that I've done when when I worked so many hours, like, when I was a nanny and it was just, like, I was just working 24 hours a day for many days. I would just say, like, okay, these dishes that I'm about to do are my meditation. Yeah, So totally. I'm washing these dishes, and this is my meditation, and I'm going to, you know, focus on what I'm thinking, calm my mind down, or mm-hmm. sweeping this floor, this is my meditation for today. Yeah. And I'm going to really focus and be aware of what I'm doing instead of having my brain a million miles away. Because that's what it is, though, right? Yep. It's not about It's not about clearing your mind. Right. And it's not about complete silence or obedience or anything like that. What meditation is, is really about just being completely present in that moment Mm -hmm. and, and focusing on it. And like, if you're washing dishes, like focusing on like the bubbles and focusing on the sound of the, um, water rushing down or, you know, Mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. And so how, so this is my one question. So we're, we're being told more and more that we need to be in the now. We need to be present. But how do we also do that and then also have a wide mindset, thinking big picture? So how do we also hmm. think big picture and be present? And, like, how do you balance those? Because my brain is very big picture. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm thinking big, like, what do I want my lifestyle to be like? Is this, is this what I'm doing right now matching that lifestyle? You know, those types of things. I think that you just need to trust that's like what's coming to me right now is yeah. that you just need to trust. So if you're putting out into the universe that that's mm-hmm. the lifestyle you want, then your choices that you make, if you're in alignment, will lead you to that lifestyle. Right. So that's the, what I uh-huh. think. So you like need to trust instead of being like, is this, it's like the same thing of like, um, when... I'm thinking about the emotional damage that I might be doing to my children, you know? Mm-hmm. I can't say, like, is this gonna is this gonna affect them in 20 years and I'm gonna be, like, this terrible mom and they have to do therapy about me and, like, right. I have to just do what's right in that moment yeah. and trust that, like, the end product is gonna be the best, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that's the hardest part. Trust, surrender, let yeah. go, yeah. release. Like, those are the hardest parts and those are the, the things that... Um, bring us closer to where we want to be, but, like, our ego is just like, yeah, yep. I just want to hold on, like, hold on to all of these things, these problems, because without these things, then, like, what am I, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so true. So we have two pillars so far. It's the quality of sleep. Which I don't get at all. <laughs> <laughs> and time to meditate, whether that be in your day, like, as you're doing something else or just taking time in the car, or whatever that may be. And the last one is getting time to exercise, or do yoga, or to breathe. Mm -hmm. So they talk about, like, something that I would really like to explore. I was just listening to a podcast yesterday about what exactly kundalini is mm. more. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I want this in my life. Like, this We're is something. We're supposed to do that five-week thing. I it's know. every Saturday. Maybe we can go on Saturday. Yeah. So, um... There's some opportunities on Maui to explore kundalini more, and I want to dive into it. So I think that um, the third pillar and something that you need, like can be part of your practice is developing 
um, a yoga or kundalini practice or exercise, whether that be running or whatever brings you joy. Yeah, I think it's whatever brings you joy and then also connects you to yourself. Totally. Like, for you, it's definitely yoga. For me, I love kundalini, but, like, sometimes it's spin, you know? And, like, sometimes, like, I used to do Bikram and, like, people either love or hate Bikram. Yes. But for me, whenever I went in, it was like a meditation because literally when I was there, the only thing that I focused on was like, it's just 90 minutes. It's just 90 minutes. Like, I just got to get through these poses. I'm good. I just got to get through it. Like, that's the constant mantra in my mind is like, I just need to push through. I can get through this. I can And I don't think about any of the other stress of my day. I don't think about things that happened before. I don't think about what I'm going to do. Because I don't have time to think that because it's so freaking hot. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And there's like all these sweaty bodies in there. And like, it can be really uncomfortable, but I really enjoyed it because it was just like, it was what worked for me. And the bliss you feel when you're done. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Except if you throw up, which is, like, <laughs> the worst, which I've done. Like, one time, I I think I, like, chugged too much water before. Yeah. You know when you're, like, I don't know, you've you're done like, big I haven't hydrated. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you're, like, I have, chug, 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 I have chug, like, chug. a half an hour before this thing starts, and <laughs> I haven't drank a single drop of water all day. Yeah. <laughs> so, I went through that, and then I did the class, and, like, by the close to the end, I was, like, oh, man, it's happening. Because I have my first... Bikram class, I left the classroom and I got yelled at. <laughs> they were like, don't leave. And I'm like, oh yeah, what if I threw up in here? And they're like, don't leave. Like, okay. So I was like getting ready and then the last pose is the savasana, you know, where you're like laying down and they like want you to like lay down. They like open the door and you're like, ha. Yeah, like, there's the best feeling ever. So you're laying there in Savasana, and like they're like, please take your time and enjoy this. I was like, boop! <laughs> I like got my stuff, I, like ran outside, and I went to my car, and like right by my car, blah, and it was just all water, you yeah. know. But yeah, like your stomach's it. just like, yeah. But it still felt good after I threw. Up. <laughs> it didn't feel good, and then I threw up, and then I felt great. So I think finding what brings you, what brings you joy and like, don't be afraid to just get out there and try things. Mm -hmm. Go out and try Bikram, try Kundalini, try running on a treadmill, try spin, like Mm -hmm. just get out there and try it. And then, and I think also give it a few times. I think that's one thing for me is like, it's easy to just be like, well, that was interesting, but definitely not doing it again. You know, taking a tip from good old Daniel Tiger and all these, like, preschool shows that I have watched, <laughs> um, is we have a three-bite rule. Uh-huh. And you have to try it more than once. So uh-huh. if you don't like it, or, like, for instance, like, my son sometimes hates things that are green. Sometimes he loves it. Sometimes he hates it. Um... But we make him try it. We make him take three bites. Like, because on the first bite, you might not like it. Right. Like, because in your mind, your mind is so powerful. Exactly. Right? Yeah. It changes your perception on everything, so you yep. might not like it. But if you give it the three bites, yep. then yep. Um, you might end up really liking it. So. And I think the same is with, like, when you're trying to share an idea with someone, often it's, I mean, it's the same approach. Like, you just... You give them a little idea of it, but you don't push it. Mm-hmm. Then you give them another little idea, and pretty soon it's their idea, and they're trying to convince you. <laughs> you're like, and you're yeah, like, yes, I know. 
yourself. It's the same. It's the same. You're doing that to your mind. Yeah. You're basically doing the same thing to your mind about food or about exercise. It's yeah. It's like, pretty soon it becomes, it's the mind's idea, not yours. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I've been telling you that yeah. this is what we need to do. Yeah. yeah. And the thing that I think is, like, really cool right now, like, I don't know, like, I've really curated my social media feeds to really include a lot of, like, body positivity, mm-hmm. um, and things like that, and, like, the, the, the words that have really, like, stuck out to me have been, I work out because I love my body, yeah. instead of I work out because I hate my body, totally. because, like, that mentality is just so, like, sad and, like, yeah. not good, and it's one that so many people have, yeah. and I think it's, we get stuck and people go, like, oh, I just plateaued and now I can't lose any more weight. But it might just be because you're like, oh, like, I hate this body. I need to get rid of this fat. I need to move. Yeah. All these negative energies instead of just being like, I'm thankful that I can even do this. I'm thankful that my body is like this. I'm thankful because I popped out two kids. I'm thankful because I can breathe. I'm thankful, you know, and I like want to thank my body for all these things that it can do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's on that surrender of like, I'm just going to do this for enjoyment and I'm not going to clench and control. Yeah. Then your body starts moving. And And that's why I think yoga, I don't think a lot of people do yoga to lose weight or to like the people do yoga because it feels good to them. Yeah. And you feel the energy in the room. Like people really, like nobody goes to yoga and is like, (sighs) I mean, except for Bikram maybe because I did it. (laughs) I'm like, I just got to get through this. But like, I kept going back because yeah. I loved the feeling, yes. you know? Yeah. Um, but I don't think anybody ever goes and is like, ugh, no. yoga. Like, no. maybe the first time, and then you decide you don't like it, but, like, try right. it a couple times. Because yeah. there's so many different yoga styles. Yeah, and it depends every on teacher the instructor. Is I was just going to yeah, say. Like, yeah, every person is different. So yeah. I've been to yoga classes where I've been like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> this is the last time I'm going to this instructor. Yeah, like, exactly. I went to, I did this mistake once where I went, like, I did a, crazy spin class yeah it was like an hour and a half spin class which oh is like gosh. crazy yeah and right after was this like yoga class and me and my roommate at the time were like yeah let's do it let's try this um let's let's do yoga because like let's stretch, stretch out our, our bodies, bodies. Yeah, yeah after we just like you know yeah. and it was a power yoga class oh no <laughs> and so <laughs> and we were like yogis like no I wouldn't yeah. say we're yogis but like we did yeah. yoga a lot at the time yeah and so we were very familiar but man this girl kicked our ass <laughs> like we we were like up and she'd be like chaturanga down and, like, up, and then down chaturanga and back and I'm like no no my body's so sore I'm so heated like yeah I just could not catch up man like, yeah I was like yeah. us I was a whole thing behind like it wasn't one of those ones where you're like and hold it here, and then look up at the ceiling. It was, like, up, and then down, and then, Uh, like... Hold halfway. Like, but no holds. It was just, like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-
and she's like, I need help. And I was like, what do you need help with? She's like, I need to go pee, and I can't get out of my bed. <laughs> and it was true. Like, she was so stuck. Like, her body was Just so... Like, stoved up. Like, like uh-huh. Like, wow. seized up, because she was, like, she worked out so hard. And it was true. Like, I had a hard time getting out of bed, but she was like, I can't move. <laughs> okay, let's get you to the bathroom. <laughs> That's funny. All right, so back to the pillars of stress and managing it. Yep, so really being aware of those three pillars and just checking in with yourself about, you know, what's going on. I think also for me, um, alone time is, I don't, I haven't been getting it at all because of all the, you know, I had my mother-in-law in town and just got back and we're just trying to start this new business and, um, but I think that if you could even find any alone time ever at all, it's crucial. So maybe though, so I feel the same way. I yeah. love, I crave it so hard. Yes. Like even like when my kids go to sleep, let's say like I'm in, we're in my son's room right now recording this. <laughs> so if Harrison's asleep here and Hayden's asleep in my room, I will just lay here. Yeah. In the silence. Yeah. Like. Because I'm like, okay, well, he's asleep and the other boy's asleep. And, like, my sister and her husband and my sister and her family live here. And so they're um, in the room and, like, I could go out and socialize with them. But instead I choose to just, like, stay and hang and have that alone time. So I crave it. But I wonder what extroverts. Have you ever done your Enneagram or whatever it's called? The personality test? Yeah, the one that's the three the four letters. Yeah, I'm... What's the first letter of yours? E. So you're an extrovert. Yeah. But you still crave that. Yeah, because time. I'm on the cusp. Okay. And I think that I I love being social, but then I love being mm-hmm. alone. Mm-hmm. It's like I love both. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have and I have to have balance. One thing that I've really learned about myself is I after any kind of trip, I need to decompress. Yeah. Meaning like at least two days of literally like not getting out of my pajamas or just like hanging at the house mm-hmm. and just being super mellow. And I think that um, that's one thing when you have a new partner is like teaching them your things. Mm-hmm. Like I love a decompression session. After, like after, even after Lanai, like I just wanted to lay low. Like I love to just do laundry and, yeah, yeah. you know, not be out. Yeah. Can't be nonstop. So Dan and I used when we traveled, we used to be like, um, we used to be like, okay, we have ten days. Let's yeah. go every single day. Like yeah. something, 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 something. Like we yeah. we're only here for ten days, so let's like get as much as we can done. Yeah. see as much as we can see. So we used to be like that. We would always need a vacation after a vacation. Totally. So the last couple times that we've gone on vacation is we just like release everything and we're like we're on vacation so we don't make any plans until we're there yeah and I mean unless it's like something big like the last time we went to the big island we're like oh for sure we want to um go to the volcano and for sure we want to go to the observatories and like all these things but like we spaced them out and like in between all those activities it was just like whatever we wanted to do so we would like wake up and be like do you feel like going to the beach? Do you feel like going on a hike? Do you feel like doing this? Like, yeah. And it's so different. Yeah. Like you don't need a vacation after your vacation. Like right. you come back and like, you need one day to just, I think everybody yeah. needs one day to just decompress and like get back to normal. But like, it's so much better. Yes. Yes. than trying to get so much done. Mm-hmm. I think that's harder when you're like abroad and you, there are oh, yeah. so many things to see. Yeah. 
Um, it's hard. It's hard. But we did it in Paris. Yeah. And literally, it was like the best trip. Even today, we still think it was like the best trip of That's our awesome. lives because every day we just like woke up and we were like, let's just go for a walk and like so awesome. see what... See what, what we want to do, yeah, yeah, like, just see what the day brings, awesome. you know, and we It's kind of like living to... in flow yeah. versus living by this, like, structure that mm-hmm. has, you have to get this many things done. And, and there's a part of me that, like, wants that schedule. Like, yeah. there's a part of me that, like, wants to be like, well, what are we doing today? And, like, okay, so first we're going to get up and have breakfast in the room, and then we're going to walk down this promenade, and then, because I want to take pictures of this, and then we're going to go to this museum, and then yeah. there's this lunch place I want to go to right after that, like, right. there's a part of my brain that wants to do that like that wants to have that structure and that order but in general I want to just flow and I find that I'm much happier that way yep yep I agree I'm the same way one thing I wanted to mention so I think that being coming aware of how you when stress hits so the the goal of life is not to just avoid stress completely yeah you can't because you can't just live in like I mean, to me, like, living without stress would probably be just, like, me living on a beach somewhere. I would get so bored. Yeah. I would be alone, because there wouldn't be any kind of, you know, inner connection yeah. with anyone. And I would just be, like, swimming at the beach and then eating my delicious food at the restaurant and just living that life. But I'd be bored out of my mind within yeah. a month. Yeah. That's why I always tell Darren that, like, people think that we... Like, if you're looking at us from the outside, like, we argue a lot. Like, we yeah. bicker a lot. I guess bicker might be a better word. But, like, yeah. we argue a lot. But it's not, like, an intense argument or anything. But, like, if I didn't have that, if he didn't challenge me, yeah, then I would be bored. Yeah. It wouldn't be a good relationship for me. Right. Like, it and, wouldn't work. And I think we all need different things. Mm-hmm. Like, different things. Um, and, and that's what a relationship can do is, like, give you that challenge. Because mm-hmm. um, it's not just your mind saying, yep, yep, you're right. Oh, yep, you're right mm-hmm. again. Yeah. But, like, being, you know, having that different perspective. Yeah. Um, when you are stressed, how do you, what, so you were, like, what feelings would you say you start feeling right away? Rage. For, so for you, <laughs> it's rage. Kidding. For me, it's overwhelm. Yeah, yeah. So for me, when I start getting stressed, it becomes overwhelm. And my mm-hmm. mind starts to spin because it's trying to find a solution and it can't. Yeah. So that's what causes stress for me. It's like, okay, I have, like, five things to do. I have to cancel on at least two of these because there's no way it's going to happen. And I feel bad that I'm canceling. Mm -hmm. And I am overwhelmed already. Yeah. Like, that whole thing is overwhelming for me. Yeah. So, what about you? Like, what... How... What does the process look like? So, it's sort of the same, but I don't get hung up on the um, overwhelm. So, yes, I get overwhelmed and I just do not see clearly. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, I just focus on... Like... So I, I get the overwhelm, and then I get angry because I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. So it happens often yeah. with the kids. Like, yesterday or the, no, like, two days ago, um, I had to, like, I just had a lot of things to do. Like, I had to, logistic-wise, like, I had to pick up Hayden and, make like, make sure that he wasn't um, totally disturbed from his nap. And then I had to pick up Harrison, and then I had to drop somebody off, and then I had to pick something up at work. So I had all these things to do and I had a short amount of time and I just was so stressed. And like Darren called me and he's like, what are you doing? And da 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 da. And I'm like, ah! And so I'm like yeah. trying to get the diapers on the baby and like blah, 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 blah. Like it literally like fills my mind with overwhelm, but then I get angry. Yeah. And I just get so pissed and so I'm like, okay, 
like this now this is what I'm doing where I'm like I just need to do one thing I just yes. need to do one thing so right now I'm going to I was like Darren I can't talk to you right now click <laughs> and so I like put on the diaper and I got Hayden in the car and as yeah. soon as I got in the car I like took a deep breath and I was able to be like now what do I have to do next yeah like because it's seriously like I just lose all clarity I can't yeah. even see solutions yeah like for me it's just like and it's all crashing down on me, and I can't find a solution. Like, yeah. there's no perfect way, yeah. and that irritates me. So totally, I want a perfect. <laughs> yeah. I'm the same it's way. Like, it's like I want well, it's a just perfect not gonna work. <laughs> just none of it's gonna work, and I'm really pissed off about it. And it's the end of the world. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm. I think that we're both such solution finders, mm-hmm. and we're both like problem solvers. Like, okay, there's got to be a solution to this. Mm-hmm. And when there's not, it's irritating. To it's me. so irritating. And I just then but there everything... is a solution. We just can't find. It. Like, yeah. we just, yeah. we're so frustrated and overwhelmed and stressed that, yeah. like, we can't see it. Yeah. There is a solution, right. you know? And it might just be, wait. Yeah, exactly. Which is so irritating. That's like, do not, like, <laughs> I, so I want to, I want to solve the problem and I wanted to have solved it yesterday yeah. to already be working on the next thing. Yeah. But that's, I think that's so, <coughs> I think that's like ego. Right? Or totally. mind. It's the mind. It's, it's totally the mind. mind. It's like the mind l- craves these tr- trying to find solutions mm-hmm. and like... Because here's the thing, is if you were in flow in that same moment, like if you just like dropped something, like if if I just went like, okay, well today I'm just going to pick up Harrison a little bit late and he's going to be fine with it. He has friends at school, like it's not going to be a big deal. But for me, my mind, I'm like, I got picked up late when I was a kid, and it really hurt my feelings, and I really didn't like it. And now I feel like I'm going to do that to my kid. and like yeah. So all the stress from just that portion. Then the next stress of like, okay, well, I don't really have time to change Hayden's diaper, but what yeah. if he is in that diaper for too long, and now I have to change it, but now I'm going to be late, and like, there's just like, you know? Yeah. But if we just release, like if we just did it, like if I just was like, yep. I'll just put it in the diaper. Like, there's nothing I can do. If I surrendered to, like, the whole thing, I was like, there's nothing I can do to make this be faster. There's nothing I can do to make it be better. So I'm just right. going to, like, tick the things off the list as as I can without stress. Yeah. It probably would have gotten 30 times faster. Yeah. Like, I probably would have been in much a much better place. Yeah. And, like, even, so Darren was so sweet that day. He was like, okay, well, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to pick up Harrison? I was like, no, I have to pick up Harrison, and I'm just going to... And, like, I was like, look, I can't talk to you right now. And I just clicked the phone off. And as soon as I got in the car, like, he was like, are you better now? Is everything okay? Like, now what What can I do for you? Yeah. And it was so, like, I couldn't even listen to him trying to help me. Right. Because my mind was so obsessed with, like, I need to find the solution. Yeah. I'm super stressed. And I, if I don't do it, then, then there's something wrong. Right. right? Like, right. I couldn't even accept the help. Yeah. So... Yeah, so I think just being, like, becoming more aware of that, and then turning into the surrender mode. Yeah, which is hard. It's really hard, you know? And it's, like, especially once you've, like, solved a few problems, then you give your mind a little bit of, like, dopamine. Yeah, a little dopamine, and then you're like, wait a minute, I'm a problem solver. Why isn't it not, it's not working now, it's Mm -hmm. not working now, and then everything becomes irritating. Yes. Oh, (laughs) 
The reason I know that so, like, I totally know it because yeah. it happens to me all the time where yeah. I, like, have to find the solution. I have to be the solution finder. Yeah. And for some reason, other people's solution isn't going to be as good as mine. Right. And so it's part of the thing of, like, just needing to release and let go and, like, trust that, like, other people can find solutions too. Yeah. You know? And and to give them the trust in that. Yeah. Like, say, like, that Like, I trust like- you, like... Totally, because I know we're in the same mindset that, yeah. like, we're problem solvers, and, yeah. like, whatever it is, we're just going to find the solution. Right. Like, it'll work out. But sometimes, like, Darren, like, the way he finds solutions is different than mine. Right. And not to say that they're wrong, they're just different. And yeah. so sometimes it can be really irritating to watch his process. <laughs> <laughs> Are you laughing because you know what I'm talking about? Yes. <laughs> so that's part yes. of that's the challenge of having a partner, but it's also the joy, the joy. in learning yeah. their way of thinking, which yeah. is like it just super irritates me half the time. But yeah. like, yeah, it works for him. Like right. he's not as quick to find solutions as me. He yeah. finds solutions, but like he's not as quick to find them as me. Yeah, and it's so sometimes I'm just like. Come on, what's your answer? Because I can totally. think of ten things in the right whole now. time. Right now. Yeah, yes. I can think of ten right things now. right now. Yeah. That, and like... sub, sub <laughs> answer. So, like, so I've one got and yeah, one A, okay. and B and C, and then two, <laughs> two, and two, two A, A to C. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. Uh, it's just so. a testament to who we are. And yeah. then, of course, the people that we've chosen to be with, it's like, you just got to let them try it sometimes, yeah. Yeah. and that's a lesson that we need to learn, yeah. and they also need to learn that we're really good problem solvers and that yeah. they should probably just listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <sighs> totally. So if you relate to this in any way or have some other like solutions that you found when you start feeling that overwhelm or... Um, stories we would love to hear yeah um check out our instagram we'll have a post um about stress and maybe there you can just leave in the comments what works for you and we can just start a discussion and and hopefully listen to each listen to each other's solutions and um see what works best for all of us yeah Thanks again for listening this week, guys, and for joining us. It means a lot to have you with us. We really want to work on creating and cultivating this community of people who really support each other and help each other be the best versions of themselves. And that's really where we're at in our lives, and we're really interested in helping people to find that for themselves. So connect with us on social media. Best place is going to be Instagram. Send us a DM. Uh, Comment on our feed. Uh, If you check us out on uh, our website, which is Bonfire Babes Podcast, our handle for Instagram and Facebook is at Bonfire Babes Podcast. And um, you can check out some blog posts on our website there on our blog and get to know us a little bit better there. Um, And if you could leave us uh, a rating on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Most of you listen to us on iTunes, so that would be awesome. We don't do any advertising or anything like that, but word of mouth is always the best. And of course, we, we know that this podcast will reach the people that it needs to. So we wish you all the best, love and light to help you move forward through your day. And we'll see you next week. Take care.